The Lord be with you. Our reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. When Jesus heard that John had been arrested, he withdrew to Galilee. He left Nazareth and went to live in Capernaum by the sea, in the region of Zebulun and Naphtali, that what had been said through Isaiah the prophet might be fulfilled. Land of Zebulun and land of Naphtali, the way to the sea beyond the Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles, the people who sit in darkness have seen a great light. On those dwelling in a land overshadowed by death, light has arisen. From that time on, Jesus began to preach and say, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. As he was walking by the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon, who was called Peter, and his brother Andrew, casting a net into the sea. They were fishermen. He said to them, Come after me, and I will make you fishers of men. At once they left their nets and followed him. He walked along from there and saw two other brothers, James, the son of Zebedee, and his brother John. They were in a boat with their father Zebedee, mending their nets. He called them, and immediately they left their boat and their father and followed him. He went around all of Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom, and curing every disease and illness among the people. The Gospel of the Lord. In our world of instant communication, it is somewhat surprising, at least to me, that we tend to be living in a more filtered and sheltered life. What do I mean by that? When it's possible for me to talk with someone on the other side of the world instantly, how is it possible to be more filtered and more sheltered? Well, for those who use social media, especially things like Instagram or Snapchat, it's easy to change the way things look. It's easy to present your life, to present what's going on in its best possible way. I can present to the world only the good things in my life. I can put on Instagram pictures of dinners that are good, but you rarely see pictures of dinner that are bad, which I'm probably about to prepare for my brother and his girlfriend, so forgive me in advance. We can also filter out the things that we don't like. If yesterday someone put a political statement on Twitter or Facebook, you just click unfollow, you're done, you're filtered. And this leads to us being more sheltered. We live in a world that we, we create this little bubble where the information we get stokes our ego. It lets us know that I'm right, they're wrong, my political positions, my religious affiliations are right, they're crazy. They're off in their own little world. It's as if the words of St. Paul to the Corinthians are being manifested. Instead of saying, as he said, that I belong to Cephas, I belong to Paul, I belong to Apollos, we say, oh, well, I'm a progressive or I'm a conservative. I'm a Pope Francis Catholic while he's a Pope Benedict Catholic. We shelter ourselves. 
And I once read that when we shelter ourselves, when we allow ourselves to create these little niches, when we're challenged, and we're challenged to the core, we can either reject it in blame or accept it in change. We can take something from the outside and we can fight it, we can say it's wrong, we can blame everyone else for the problem, especially if it gets down to something where deep down we know we're at fault or we know we struggle, or we can accept and change. We can start the process of changing our life, of amending the wrong. Jesus today in the gospel goes to the forsaken place. He goes to the place, as it says in the prophet Isaiah, that has seen darkness and he brings the light. He goes to the place that the Messiah isn't supposed to go and he goes there and he shines his light in the darkness. He shines his light in the darkest, most God-forsaken place. And he starts his public ministry. And he invites each of us today to do the same thing. He invites each one of us to welcome Jesus into our hearts, and not just into the places where we want Jesus to be, but into those nasty, dark crevices and cracks and sins that we don't want. Jesus to know about. We don't want anyone to know about. We don't want to talk about them. We filter them out. We shelter them. We don't want to change because if we change, we know we have to address that problem. And Jesus is asking each of us to come in today. He's asking us, repent, the word in Greek, metanoia, means to change. Be changed, he's asking us. He's inviting us to something new, something different, and it's starting today. The apostles in the gospel are a great example for us. Peter and Andrew, James and John, yes, they, they dropped what they were doing and they followed after Jesus, but they didn't know at that time. They couldn't know at that time all that lay ahead of them. Yes, they left in that moment, but they took the first step of what was many subsequent steps. They followed after Jesus because he offered them light in the darkness. They were searching for something and he offered an answer and a change. And so it is for each of us. God desires to change us incrementally, but we have to invite him in. We have to invite him into our deepest, into our most broken, into our hardest parts of our heart in order for him to start that change, that lifelong conversion that he called the apostles to 2,000 years ago on the Sea of Galilee, and he calls us to today. The first place for us, obviously, to start is here at the Sunday Mass. We bring our hearts, we bring our prayers, we bring all that we are to the Lord. And what does he give us? He gives us himself in the Eucharist. He holds nothing back. He gives us everything. And so our next step should be, ought to be, is to peel back the veil to go to confession. To shine Christ's light, not on the fact that we're going to be embarrassed. Because sometimes it can be embarrassing to go to confession. You know, funny thing is I go to confession too, and it's embarrassing for me sometimes, and I'm a priest. All right? But here's the thing, is that that five minutes, that ten minutes, can be five to ten minutes in paradise because we are being healed. We are being fixed from the inside out. We are having a radical conversion. And remember, in Latin, radix means the roots and that's where the best conversion happens, is in our core, in our deepest and darkest places. And so the invitation is to each of us, repent, for the kingdom of heaven 
is at hand. God desires to love you. Invite him in. Go to confession. Peel back that veil and start that life-changing conversion to become a fisher of men.